Hello and welcome to Pairing, a podcast where we pair wine with art and pop culture. I am your host, Emma Sherjarko, and in this episode, John Paul Sorelli returns to Pairing for part two of our Halloween series. In this one, rather than talk about more Halloween-themed media, we talk about the holiday itself, its history, our traditions, as well as some spooky wine content. While I think you will all enjoy this one, I do have to apologize because I made a rookie podcasting mistake. We recorded this on Zencaster, which I've used before, but never with my new setup that I have. And apparently Zencaster did not like that new setup and decided to record me using my computer mic instead of my lovely Sennheiser, which you hear me on now. Like a fool, I didn't check this beforehand, so it's absolutely my fault, Um, but my audio doesn't sound as good as it normally does, and I apologize for that. But I I think I got it sounding okay, and John Paul sounds great, so that's what really matters. So I think you'll, you'll still enjoy it. I just wanted to apologize. If you have enjoyed our Halloween episodes and other episodes with John Paul, make sure to buy his book. It's a collected work of short stories called The Feeling a Good Bar Can Give You and Other Stories. I just ordered mine and I can't wait for it to get here. Um, John Paul is awesome. And you should also listen to his music on Spotify and download his playlist of 666 minutes of Halloween music. And of course, check out his blog, Mondo Volgare at mondovolgare.com. There are links for all of these things in the show notes. John Paul has been a wonderful friend and a great supporter to pairing and a constantly delightful guest. So if you've enjoyed these episodes, it would be great to throw some of that support back to him. Speaking of support, thank you so much to all of our patrons and especially our producer level patrons, Emma Cohen, Rena Sarame, Zoo Yorker, Rebecca Joy Henrietta White, Rachel Berman, and Michael Beck, all of whom I would tear down the veil between worlds with. I'm sure it would go great. If you would like to join these spectral angels, come check us out at patreon.com slash pairingpodcast, where you can get access to all sorts of extras like wine fun facts, personalized pairings, bonus content, and more for as little as $1 a month. Without further ado, here is episode 91 Halloween Part 2 with John Paul Sorelli. Happy Halloween, everyone. All right. Well, I am so excited to once again welcome back to pairing. Uh, a pairing, what what should we say? A, ve- a veteran? <laughs> a, pro. a pro. A pro. A pro. Pairing yeah. pro. You got to go for that alliteration. That's right. The pairing pro. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> man. It's been a long day. I didn't I didn't uh, get enough sleep last night. So my Understandable. Brain, brain words. Welcome back, John Paul Sorelli. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't done my own podcast in a while. So this yeah. is like my first time on any podcast in a while. Oh, good. Well, welcome back to the to the fray, to yeah. the to the pod scene as it were. Uh, we, we've missed you. Oh, I, yeah. I, I doubt that many people have, but I'm, I'm tr- back. I, I know I know for a fact, everybody's been saying, where is John Paul? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yes, so John Paul uh, has graciously returned for a, a second edition of our 
Halloween series. Of course. Uh, of what's course. what's anything Halloween related or Halloween related without a sequel? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's really true. All Halloween themed things must have a sequel. So, Halloween 2 Electric Boogaloo. Um, <laughs> electric Boogaloo. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. I'm sorry. See, I'm missing all the these great fun opportunities here. <laughs> This is that's mainly the preparation that I do whenever okay, I'm on your show is yeah. I practice my puns. Go, okay, good. Okay. At least one of us will be on our game. <laughs> um, so last time we talked, we talked about uh, more kind of like Halloween media at like right. movies and, and a couple other things as well. Um, TV shows and stuff uh, that, that were Halloween themed or spooky themed. And, um, but this time we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, well, we may talk about some of those things as well, but we thought we'd, uh, as you suggested, and I love this idea, talk about the the holiday of Halloween as mm-hmm. as a, as a whole, and kind of right. like its histories, traditions, stuff we do for Halloween. And I thought that was awesome because Halloween is obviously the best holiday. And, yeah, no, uh, no contest. Yeah, like no contest, no contest whatsoever. So, John Paul, I know that you have. Um, let me, let me put it this way. I think you are just ever so slightly more into Halloween than I am. Not that I don't love it. It's just, um, I, I tend to be the horrible person who like, it's like October 29th and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to like do (laughs) Halloween things. Um, not always, but, but, but sometimes. So what are the, some of the things that you do for Halloween? It's changed a lot throughout the years, as, yeah. as I'm sure it has for everyone. I mean, yes. the kind of the joke about Halloween is that you love it when you're a kid and get bored of it when you're a teenager. And yeah. then it's fun again when you're an adult. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> so the past few years, what I've been doing, and I know this is overkill for, I mean, a lot of people would view it as overkill, but I actually start celebrating Halloween on my birthday, yeah. which is in August. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> but, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect yeah. Time. The way I the way I figure it, and I we kind of talked about this last time. If Hallmark can start doing their twenty four seven Christmas thing on October twenty fifth, I can start celebrating Halloween two months early. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. So, what are the kinds of things that you do to prepare for Halloween? Well, not much really, because um, you're well I'd, set I'd, up you, for it. <laughs> you know, yes, you know this yes. quite well because you've been to my well, my old apartment. But the yes. new one is quite is even more decked out. But yeah. it's kind of decorated year round for Halloween. Yes, um, brilliant, and not not just in terms of horror movie posters, but actual Halloween decorations. Yes, as well. yes. I was going to say um, the the one thing that Winston and I have been doing since we moved into this house. Uh, our, our his his parents gave us some ho- like outdoor Halloween decorations because mm-hmm. where they live it's sort of like off the beaten path and so they don't like get trick or treaters or anything. Right. So uh, we have like one of those skeletons that you put in the ground so like the the bones are sticking out and we've got like a witch that holds out like a tray um, and like some jack o' lanterns and stuff. And I was just remembering that. I was like, oh, man, I got to put those out. But uh, we were saying the first time we put them out, we were like, let's just keep these out all year round. (laughs) Yeah, why not? This is just fun. We did leave it out for like six months the first year, I think. Yeah, that's totally (laughs) fine. And see, that's 
living in an apartment, I don't get to do that because I don't have a, a right. lawn or anything or a right. front yard. Right. And exactly. once I do, because yeah. I do hope to get a house eventually, um, you that's will. going you will. to be the case. I'm yeah. going to leave the Halloween decorations up for at least six months. Yeah, right? Yes. I think I think that's the appropriate amount of time. Yeah. Um, but as far as what I do differently during Halloween time that I don't do for the rest of the year, honestly, it's not really that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess that's kind of the downside to living the way I do. Is living that, that Halloween life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, although I guess, and I've always kind of viewed it this way, um, is that Halloween for a lot of people is like kind of the one time of year they get to be someone else. Halloween for me is right. the time of year I get to be myself. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. not have anyone judge me. That's Absolutely. the important. Part. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I do think I do think that the as you were saying, you know, like as a kid, it's fun because you get to pretend to be somebody else. As a teenager, you're like, okay, whatever, I'm over it. Um, but then as a as an adult, I think the people who Halloween resonates with, it is because it's a time to more be your true self and like express yourself more authentically. Right. And I, I think it's the most customizable. Is that a word? Customizable. Yeah, absolutely. That's the most yeah. customizable holiday. I feel like it's yeah. not as rooted in any specific traditions as other holidays are. Right. Like you can kind of you can kind of do your own thing around Halloween and yeah. it's, it's all acceptable. Well, and I think the the thing about Halloween, and I should have done more research, but um but I believe the thing about Halloween is that it draws from a few different traditions. Yeah, it's it, it's taken from a bunch of not a bunch, but several different religious and and folk traditions. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so that's that's kind of a beautiful thing as well that it's kind of like a little fun hodgepodge. Uh, yeah. A, a, a witch's cauldron of um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a, a melting pot of uh, traditions, which is really yeah. which is really cool. I mean, so is Christmas, but yeah. yeah I mean, most most <laughs> it's been co-opted Jude by Judeo-Christian holidays right. have co-opted from other traditions as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't. I, I actually don't know if it's fair to say most, but definitely Christian holidays like Easter and Christmas, definitely. Yeah. And and Halloween, which sometimes, depending on the sect of Christianity that you follow, it, yeah can be regarded as a religious holiday of uh, yeah. All Hallows' Eve. Uh, Absolutely. I know I don't want to use a blanket statement because, again, it's tricky with religion. There's so many right. different sects. But right. in general, the Catholic Church acknowledges All Hallows' Eve as a holiday. Right. So. Well, that's good. That's good. I didn't realize that. At least they're not totally, totally off their rock. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. and there are, to be clear, there are like some forms of Christianity that are, that are very, very opposed to Halloween. Right. But, we right. don't have to acknowledge them. Yeah, no, we don't have to. We don't have to. Um, okay, so I was thinking about like wine stuff and what to what to talk about differently this time than last time. And I may repeat myself a little bit because I didn't I didn't re-listen to the to the last episode before recording this, so I don't remember every single wine that I talked about. But one thing that I thought would be kind of fun to look into, and so I did look into this a little bit, uh, is haunted wineries. And places that I thought it would be fun to like go on Halloween and like hang out at a winery. I was like, there's gotta be haunted wineries around. And I would imagine. And there are. Um, and I'll I'll mention a few of them. I, I don't recognize all of these, but one 
one that came up a few times, and this is not too far from you. I mean, I mean, still, still pretty far, probably. Um, is uh, Miles Wine Cellars in Himrod, New York. I've never heard of Himrod. I'm not sure where that is either. Yeah, I'm not actually sure. I, I, it could be. I'm assuming it's around the Finger Lakes, but let me look this up real quick. Miles Winery, Himrod, New York. That's a cool name, though. Himrod, right? It's like Nimrod, but <laughs> it's like a himbo, but a but a Himrod. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so let's see. It, oh yeah, it's by Syracuse. Oh yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, not like right next door, but I bet the wine is good because I love I love wine from that region. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, it doesn't say on their website how they're haunted, but I remember looking this up, and uh, I believe I believe people have seen ghosts there. Is is the report? So I think it would be fun if you're looking for somewhere to go on Halloween and you're in the Finger Lakes region go check out uh, Miles Winery, which I think would be super fun. But speaking of like, have you ever gone to, or do you like going to haunted houses for Halloween? Um, So are you, are you, do you mean houses that are purported to be haunted or like the, the, the kind of spook houses that people make? Good, good distinction. Um, I meant this, I was thinking of the second one, but also, but I'm also curious about the first for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I enjoy going to places that are supposedly actually haunted. Yeah, me too. Uh, I I don't so much. This is kind of the, one of the. And again, like I said, you can pick and choose which Halloween traditions you yeah, celebrate. Exactly. The exactly. the haunted houses, as far as like the people jumping out and scaring you, yeah. scare houses. I yeah. think they call them now. Yeah. Uh, not really my thing. Yeah, they're honest. not really my thing either. I think I've been to like one or two. Like I think I mm-hmm. went to one in Salem one time when I went there for Halloween and. That's the only one I remember. And I, I I don't remember it being super, super scary, probably mm-hmm. because it wasn't supposed to be because I scare pretty easily. So, okay. well, <laughs> so Brett used to work at one of those. Oh, really? And she can vouch that uh, a, a lot of people have fight or flight responses, which sure. makes it pretty dangerous for the for the actors there because a yeah. lot of them get punched yep. on a regular yep. basis. Yep. Uh, that, that was actually that was just in a show we were watching. Um, Oh, it was in New Girl, but it's the but it's the opposite. Jess, uh, played by Zoe Deschanel, is working at a haunted house and she's like a zombie. But I think uh, someone punches her. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh no, that is the that that is the right that is the same one, right? You can get hurt if you're an actor at yeah, uh, right. Yeah, no. no, yeah, and it doesn't go the other way. If the actors punch the guests, yeah, no, that's they're, not they're fired. Yeah, that, 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 that wouldn't work. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I was just remembering the episode wrong. Um, <laughs> but yes, that okay. So that does. So that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's not a gig that I would like to work for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah my so I like I said I I tend to not remember in time so like the big thing for me is like i do love carving jack-o'-lanterns and like having having jack-o'-lanterns have mm-hmm. forgotten or not had time or like all the pumpkins were gone for the past like five or six years so i'm hoping this year we will get some because i think i that actually would be haven't really done a jack-o'-lantern since i was probably eight or nine yeah it's definitely it's definitely like a little kid thing but i still i still really enjoy it well i 
I keep thinking I want to, to do it again, but I'm just worried that Crow will attack the pumpkin, yeah, knock it over. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> and you have cats too, so yes, you got yeah. to be careful about that. Yeah, well, they definitely would. But again, luckily, we we have like an outdoor space, so we could oh, right, put it yeah. outside. Yes. Um, outside in the part where they don't go. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you ever dress up for Halloween? Or um, well, when I was a kid, that was kind of the main appeal of Halloween. And I feel sure. like you're either someone who gravitates towards dressing up or you're just like getting candy. Yeah. And there yeah, are yeah, two yeah, different yeah. kinds of kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will fully admit now that I've never really been, I've never really had a sweet tooth. Okay. So like yep. I would use, I used to give the candy to my friends or my brother, oh, but that's so nice I used you. to, used to go all in on the, on, on the, the costumes. costumes. Oh, nice. Haven't done it in the past few years because I haven't really, gone anywhere or done anything yeah as far as like inviting people over or going to parties yeah no um, me, me too but yeah when i was a kid like i can remember every single halloween costume that i've ever done because yeah. it was always a big deal to me yeah um i actually want i've been meaning to write this story for a while i have this story in my head that's yeah. kind of like structurally and tonally like a christmas story but a halloween story because yes. I feel like there's a parallel between how Christmas is treated in that movie versus how I used to treat Halloween. Yes. So I want I want to write that story sometime. Yes. Okay. I'd love that. I'd love that. <laughs> I similarly, well, I would say I I loved both actually. Mm-hmm. I I because I do love I or I used to love candy. I'm not as I'm not I've, I've developed less of a sweet tooth or my sweet tooth has degraded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> over over the over time oh and you I, should see a dentist about that. yeah I probably, yeah no that's a separate issue um <laughs> but uh but i definitely used to love uh you know trick-or-treating and getting all the candy i still love a good reese's peanut butter cup that but, is uh, I, I was just gonna say uh, that's the yes, one that's that i the eat one. yes right so good uh timeless we we actually we have a bunch of candy because i think from well there was no trick-or-treating last year but i think even from the year before we got a bunch of candy and then winston's parents also got a bunch of candy for us to hand out to trick-or-treaters and we just didn't get that many kids like i think it was like a really cold night or something and so Mm -hmm. people just weren't out and um and so we had like so much candy left over and winston also doesn't have a sweet tooth so i just ate a lot of reese's peanut butter cups for a while um which fun fact i forget if i talked about this last time but one of the like hot topics in the wine world is always um can you pair wine with candy and i believe we talked about this a little bit maybe last time or maybe we've just discussed it separately um but I am of the opinion that yes, you can pair wine with candy and you should pair wine with candy. Um, the cardinal rule of pairing with sweet with dessert foods is that the wine should be sweeter than the food. Okay. So um, otherwise it's going to kind of mess up your palate. I say like, as long as you, in, you know, my, my rule is always, if you like it, if it tastes good, go for it. Um, but there are some like cool kind of dessert wine pairings you can do with candy. And I think like a, like a tawny port with Reese's peanut butter cups would go, mm-hmm. would go really well. Yeah. I feel like you can probably somewhat easily pair wine with like chocolate candy, but if you're like yeah. downing p- pixie sticks or smarties, that might be a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a little bit harder. And I'm thinking like candy corn 
Um, oh yeah, ob- candy corn. Ob- obviously, a hugely, hugely divisive candy. Whether whether or not you like candy corn makes people feel very strongly about you for some reason. Um, well, what's your what's your take on candy corn? <laughs> my my take on candy corn is like I'll have one or two and be like, okay, and that's enough. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not like I love it, but I'm not like I, I, it doesn't offend me. I just don't want that much of it. It's mm-hmm. sort of my feeling. How about you? What's your feeling on candy? I uh, pretty much in the same boat. I'll eat it. It's yeah, not, I don't gravitate towards yeah. it though. I know a lot of people. For a lot of people, it's a textural problem that they have with it. I can it, understand it's that. Waxy. Yeah, it's got that waxy. Yeah, and if it, and definitely if it's like an old candy corn that's like stale. Yeah, no, not good, not good. I mean, I don't want to know candy corn. Yeah, aged candy corn. I don't want to know what it's made of. Like, never tell me. Never tell me what it's made <laughs> of. I don't need to know. Um, <laughs> but you know, and especially if you don't have a sweet tooth, it is like pretty much pure sugar. So. Um, so I can understand not liking it, but what I don't understand is like being angry at people who don't like it or who do like it, you know? And that's another, that's something about one of the few things about this season that I feel, well, it doesn't taint Halloween for me, but there's always a lot of like people who hate pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. Like, it's like, get over yourself. They're a little sweet for me. I don't really particularly care for them but exactly. who cares if people like them exactly exactly no one is forcing you to drink the pumpkin spice latte or eat the candy corn or at least i right. hope not <laughs> maybe there's a well, halloween scenario in which that is happening and we right maybe there's a haunted house somewhere where yeah. they just force feed you candy <laughs> yeah. corn and, and pumpkin spice lattes that uh, that would be the most terrifying scare house <laughs> No. Although I mean, again, we've established not really for us, but yeah, for some exactly. people. For some people, exactly. But yeah, so no, okay, so I'm trying to think now. I did not prepare this at all. I'm trying to think what wine to pair with candy corn. I'm not sure there is a sweeter this is wine. A tough one. Yeah, I'm not sure there is anything sweeter because it is just like pure sugar. Yeah. Um you might want to pair it with a beer or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Actually, yeah, like a like a like a fruit beer or something. I feel like that could be pretty good, like a like a yeah. sour or something. So you could do like a sweet and sour situation kinda. That I almost said good. like, well, beer goes well with popcorn, like candy corn is actually corn. It's not. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, why yeah, I yeah. said that. <laughs> <laughs> we could put it in the microwave and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but don't don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably gonna destroy kids, your microwave. Kids, kids who are listening, please don't do that. Um <laughs> That's like peak. A lot of kids listen to the show. Yeah, I I I hope not. Well, well, actually, I don't care. I mean, I I, I'm getting their wine pairings. Yeah, exactly. You're, you know, preparing, preparing, preparing. (laughs) I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, preparing for you know the wine pairings that you will that you will uh drink in the future. Okay, but. If there were if there were a wine that would work, I feel like it would be like a Tokai, which is a ooh, nope, even better. Uh there at the store I used to work at, and again, I'm pretty sure I talked about this last time, but there was a Transylvanian ice wine. Um I think you did I'm when we were talking sure about I Dracula. Did. I'm pretty yeah. sure I did, because because it was around this time that I was working at that store a couple of years ago when we recorded the, the uh, first episode and I was like, I have to talk about this. Um, <laughs> I haven't actually tasted that one. So I don't know if it actually works, but ice wine does tend to be pretty sweet. So I think, I, I think that would work well with candy corn. And so like when you're in, you know, Dracula's castle on Halloween as, as 
one should be, <laughs> as I hope to be one day on Halloween. Yeah. Drinking, drinking ice wine and eating candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm sticking to it. Yeah. So uh, another thing that people seem to uh, enjoy eating around Halloween other than uh, yeah. like candy, which is the obvious choice. Yeah. Yes. Is, well, I mean, we kind of touched on this with pumpkin spice lattes, but yeah. pumpkin everything. Yeah, pump- pumpkin anything any- pumpkin seems to be acceptable for Halloween meals. Absolutely. And, you know, I was I was just thinking, I'm actually kind of bummed because today we so, we so ra- rarely get like gloomy, stormy days here in Santa Fe. And mm-hmm. I love it when it happens because, you know, my little New England heart um, <laughs> misses those rainy days. But uh, it, it sort of stopped. But I, I was kind of hoping that it would still be raining and super windy while we recorded because you can hear it a little bit, even in my my studio. Um, <laughs> and so I thought that would be nice atmospheric noise. But it's it stopped for the most part. Alas, I can give you but, a, a little soundtrack of spooky Halloween noises yes, to put in the background. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, doors creaking. Yeah, doors creaking, wind howling. Random ghost noises. Yes. Oh, perfect. We'll do podcast jump scares. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, but the other thing I was thinking, I was just I just went to the grocery store today. And I couldn't help myself, you know, they had like the gourds out and I like the little oh, yeah. like decorative gourds. I was like, okay, I have to get a couple of these. Um, Cause that, that is something that I really like having around in the autumn season. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anything, anything pumpkin, but also, but for me, like when it gets to be fall, like all I want to eat is squash. I love squash. Like squash is underrated. It's I think. super underrated. Um, and my personal favorite of late is delicata squash. Um, which we actually grew a bunch of this year in our garden, which I'm super proud of and excited about. Um, but now, now we just like took in a bunch of like smaller plants and are hoping that they'll be good. But yeah, delicata squash, just cut it in half, scoop out the seeds, slice it thin and roast it on like 425 or 450 for 20 ish minutes, depending on how roasted you like it perfect i mean you squash spice lattes might be the next thing i mean you you could i would totally drink a delicata squash spice latte (laughs) (laughs) it it doesn't sound quite as uh as nice as a pumpkin yeah i mean i i I genuinely as much as i do like the flavor of pumpkin i do think that part of the reason why pumpkin is so popular is just because it's so fun to say it is it's a great it's a great word it really is and I do, I do love pumpkin too. And like, like I like pumpkin pie, but I also like, um, like unsweetened pumpkin. I like mm-hmm. like a pumpkin puree. But see, my thing is like, I would totally drink pumpkin spice lattes if they were a little less sweet. There's you know? a place near me that has not a pumpkin spice latte. It's just a roasted pumpkin latte. Ooh. And it's considerably less sweet than a um, a PSL, as, as uh, the kids the PSL. call them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That sounds really good, actually. I would. Yeah. I and would. it's also just not as syrupy as, yeah. a, as a pumpkin spice latte yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So I dig that. Absolutely. Um, and and I was just thinking, you know, I mean, this isn't necessarily specific to Halloween, but like again, in this this season, this time of year, and and uh, it's fortuitous that we decided to record today for me at least because today was like the first like really kind of fall feeling day here. Not fall feeling, but it was like kind of chilly and rainy mm-hmm. 
So when it gets to be this time of year, I, cause there are certain wines that I'll like drink all year round, like no problem. They're not like seasonal wines to me, but there are certain wines when it's like fall that I really tend to go for. So like Coterones, I really like in the fall. Um, you can you can drink them. You can drink them all year round. Like that's not that's not a, right. like a rule. But for me personally, like today, I was like, ooh, I want a nice Cote Rhone, and so I I I actually bought a Rhone style blend today from Bonnie Dune, which is a California winery um, that's very popular. It's called Le Cigar Volant, the name of the wine I got, and I'm very excited to have some later. Um, Nice. Because I think I think that'll be a good one. That's also one <laughs> this is not quite Halloween Halloweenish, but it is definitely spooky because I believe the wine is named that after like a UFO that was supposedly seen or something. Wait, let me look this up real quick. Okay. Alien wines are cool. Yeah, yeah alien wines are cool. Aha. In 1954, the village council of Chateauneuf-du-Pape, which is in the Rhone Valley, was quite perturbed and apprehensive that flying saucers, or quote-unquote flying cigars, might do damage to their vineyards were they to land therein. So, right-thinking men and all, they passed an ordinance prohibiting the landing of flying saucers or flying cigars That'll in show their them. vineyards. That's right, aliens. <laughs> um, this ordinance has worked very well in discouraging such landings. <laughs> the ordinance further states that any volitional object that did alight was supposed to was to be taken immediately to the pound <laughs> okay um so i think they had um, a plan for that they had a plan and um the winemaker for bonnie dune his name is uh randall graham and he's he's like kind of a, a celebrity in the wine world and I think he named his, uh, he named it that, like to make fun of them <laughs> for that. Um, but good to know. Uh, hey, a- any aliens who are listening, do not land in Chateau de Pop. You are just going to have it's illegal. Like, a okay. mountain of You will literally be illegal yeah. aliens yeah. there. <laughs> There's no such law here yet, so. Yeah, exactly. Come to New Jersey, uh, where yeah, I am, yeah. or to New Mexico, yeah, where to Santa Fe. I mean, you're an alien country. Yeah, we are. We welcome. We welcome our our alien overlords here. It's like our, a big part of your economy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> totally. Um, and we've got some, and we've got some vineyards here, and uh, and I'm pretty sure that that ordinance is not in effect yet. So okay, yeah, <laughs> that is that is really funny. Um, I knew there was some story behind it. And uh, I'm really glad that I uh, looked that up and found that out because that is very silly and hilarious. Oh, speaking. So you're you're in New Mexico, so you might have a closer proximity to this. Another Mm. thing that's related to Halloween is Dia de los Muertos. Yes, yes. Dia de los Muertos. See, um, it's definitely, you know, I'm not going to be I'm I'm not 100 percent sure what the like traditions are here in Santa Fe. I haven't seen them firsthand, but you know, there is a large Mexican population here. So obviously, because this is pretty much their land that we took, you, um, yeah, but, but it's, but it's the new Mexico. <laughs> yeah. We're the new Mexico. Um, exactly. 
but uh but yeah definitely that's that's a part of uh of the culture here and um and i really like the dia de los muertos traditions also mm-hmm. um and and they're rooted in the same traditions as Halloween. It's yeah. not like a coincidence that it's the day after Halloween. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, going back to kind of uh, the Celtic roots of the holiday, also right. kind of combined with the Christian roots later. But right. it's it's belie- basically Halloween is what it is because it's believed that a it's halfway between uh, autumn equinox and winter solstice, exactly. so it is yes. the dead center of autumn. Yes. And uh, is believed to be the night upon which the veil between the living and the dead is thinnest. Exactly. That's, that's the basis for Day of the Dead and Halloween. Right. And you have to you have to wonder, like, you know, because that um, Samhain or uh, Samhain, yeah, yeah, Samhain, as as it's yeah. called in Gaelic, which I uh, taught myself when I was twelve, <laughs> but that's I don't remember very much of it, but I do remember how to pronounce it roughly right a lot of people say sam hayne and, and it's to the point that that's almost acceptable now but yeah, yeah traditionally I mean, it's Samhain. i mean why why would you look at that word if you didn't speak gaelic why would you look at that word and think it was pronounced Samhain? <laughs> right you know so i can't i i definitely don't hold people like i don't hold it against people if they don't um, yeah, I think it translates. I'm tr- I'm looking this up as yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah, this yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, it translates to summer's end. So. Perfect. Yes, that makes that makes perfect sense. And um, I, fun fact, I think you know this about me, John Paul, but um, I used to be a practicing Wiccan when I was a, a teenager. But uh, yes, and you're you're not the only friend I have who was. I seem yes. to to be friends with a lot of people well, who are or were into wicca we're good people we're good people yeah. like wicca mm-hmm. wicca is super cool and it's wicked awesome it's wicked awesome <laughs> thank you thank you uh i think we should like start keeping score of- <laughs> <laughs> um winner gets a, a box of candy corn a box of candy corn <laughs> and a bottle of uh, transylvanian ice wine yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so i used to you know like I only ever celebrated anything by myself because I didn't know any other Wiccans um, in, in my high school. Um, in retrospect, I think there were some others, but um, but Samhain was always my favorite because it's pretty much Halloween. I mean, you know, it's not like the traditions are not uh, necessarily exactly the same as what we do now. But, right. um, but it, but it's, but it's just super fun. You get to light things on fire. Uh, I mean, not on fire, on fire, but you know, like you get to have just a fire. Things. I, I did get in trouble with my mom at a certain point. I was not allowed to, uh, to burn candles anymore because I did, uh, make my own incense one time, mm-hmm. used a little too much oil or something. It wasn't really incense, oh. and um, it was just some kind of thing that led to a conflagration <laughs> and uh and it may have burned a hole in my rug and i was uh not allowed anymore <laughs> for a while Und- understandable I <laughs> yeah guess. yeah i i can't i can't really hold that against her anyway sorry i'm just all over the place no just, it's fine i mean that's that, halloween is all over the place right, so right so so the, i'm just getting in the halloween spirit <laughs> and uh oh yes but what i was gonna say before so it's really interesting to me because like Dia, I, I don't know a ton about the the um, history of Dia de los Muertos, 
but it's very interesting to me that like that tradition and you know Samhain and what eventually became like All Hallows Eve and a, mm-hmm. like more Christianized version of it. Um, it's very interesting to me that they happen at basically the same time. You know, right. Dia de los Muertos is November first, but it's like you know the the myth quote unquote that the the veil between the worlds is thinnest that night like there's got to be some reason why that day was chosen you know right. for 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 several different cultures i mm-hmm. don't know i don't know I'm just yeah. i'm and- just looking at the facts here people <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and and it has to do a lot with different cultures borrowing traditions from other cultures, of reinterpreting course, yeah. it to fit their own culture. I mean, Dia sure. de los Muertos is obviously it's taking Catholic traditions and mixing them with traditional Mexican folk traditions. Right, right. That's where that comes about. And yeah. I think every holiday has, or every every culture really has that celebrates Halloween or Day of the Dead or whatever it is Yeah, uh, that on October 31st or November 1st yeah. is a mix of a bunch of other things. It's absolutely, it's always borrowing from other cultures. Yes. And this reminds me, I think this is a movie that we, we didn't talk about last time, but it is a great um, Day of the Dead movie, which is Coco. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Coco, Coco is a great uh, movie to watch around this time of year. Yes. Highly, mm-hmm. highly recommend not not like a spook it's not a spooky movie but it but it no, is a no, very no. Well, sweet movie i guess that's another point i wanted to bring up and this may yeah. be shocking coming from me mr <gasps> horror hound yeah, over here yeah yeah but you know you don't have to be into spooky things to celebrate halloween uh, <sighs> and i don't think that's ever been the case cuz yeah. most most of the kids in my like elementary school when I first started hel- celebrating, celebrating, yes, <laughs> yeah, celebrating I'm, I'm Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, did not dress in spooky costumes or scary right, costumes right. like I did. Um, yeah, because I yeah. I was totally that kid who was after the ooh how scary reaction at every door that I went to. Right. I would get in character and actually try to scare people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't have to do that. You can be no. whatever you want on Halloween. Yes, I. This actually leads me into my next question, which you were mm-hmm. saying that you were um, definitely like you would dress up and go whole hog and. Um, and be all, all into all into that. What were some of your favorite costumes, or what have been some of your favorite costumes? Okay, um, so if you're, I think if you're I mentioned this. Care. Yeah, I think I mentioned this uh, probably on the last one that uh-huh. we did of this. Uh-huh. Um, but for a few consecutive years, I was different Universal monsters because that was my yes. sort of gateway into horror. Yes, um, yes, no, I love that. Yeah, so I was in order from three. I, at age three, I was Dracula, then mm-hmm. the Wolfman, then Frankenstein's monster. I know mm-hmm. I can't just say Frankenstein. Yeah, no, but... no, can't. <laughs> <laughs> then the mummy. Uh-huh. But then there was a. Then I stopped because I was going to be Phantom of the Opera when I was seven. Right. But peer pressure yeah. kicked in. Yeah. And I was a red. That was the Red Power Ranger. Oh, man. Um, Power, pure, I know. Power, power pressure, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Morphin peer pressure. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then ever since then, dressing up on Halloween has kind of been sporadic for me. Yeah, me too. Um, the last time I actually went trick-or-treating was when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have gone at least a year or two after that if 
I hadn't gotten a bunch of aren't you a bit old to be trick or treating yeah, yeah, reactions. I know. It's always deflating. It is. Um, it's always very deflating. It's like why look, why? Let let yeah, us have- and I'm standing there like the conditions are very clear, trick or treat. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um But ever um I've only ever done three Halloween parties. Uh-huh. And those were the only other times yeah. trick-or-treating that I've ever dressed up. Yeah. So in my adult life, I've only dressed up three times. I Surprising as that may be. No, I, I think it's probably pretty similar for me too. Um, the last one I can remember, except that um, a couple years ago, I realized that I had all of the fixings for a McGonagall costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so besides that, which didn't really count because I like didn't realize it till last minute that I kind of had everything for that costume. Uh, Winston and I did dress up as the White Stripes a few years ago, which mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed. Um, and then it did you ha- bring a drum kit around with you? No, I didn't. I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't. It wasn't a great costume. I mean, I just basically like straightened my hair and wore a red dress and this like striped black and white. I'm sure people thing. knew what what you were. Yes, right? yes, that's, and that's did. the point. Yeah, and that's yeah. the point. Um, this year, it has been suggested to us. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen this show or not, but have you seen the show of what we do in the shadows? No, I've only seen the movie. Okay. Um, I, I, rec- I, I love the movie. I also recommend the show. It's really funny. And there's a, a couple on it, Laszlo and Nadja. And um, it has been suggested to me and Winston that we that we do Laszlo and Nadja this year, which if we can, uh, if I can get a wig, basically, we'll, uh-huh. <laughs> we'll try to put it together because I think that would be really fun. But yeah, I also like, I tended to go for more like, funny costumes or just like, things I was into so like one year I I dressed up I had like a sparkly dress and a pink feather boa and um and I told everyone that I was Aretha Franklin (laughs) (laughs) and that's uh that's one of my favorites because I'm sure no one would have gotten it (laughs) if I it's always fun having to explain the costumes yes um but I think my favorite one that I ever did was I dressed up as a Jacques Clouseau from the Pink Panther. Um, nice. when I was eight. That was, I think that was a good one. <laughs> the Peter Sellers one, I'm assuming. Yes, right? the Peter Sellers one. Okay. Yes, yes. Because right. I was super into the Pink Panther when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. The scariest costume I ever did was actually yeah. the, the most recent one I did, which was in 2019. Um, I was a a door-to-door Bible salesman oh. <laughs> who was warning people about the dangers of Halloween. Yes. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's, the, that's the only scary costume I've ever done. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. No! <laughs> that's really that's really funny. I love that. And when I knocked on the door, I, I had a, uh, a sign that said, uh, if you have time to answer the door for trick-or-treaters, then you have time to answer it for Jesus. <laughs> That is so good. Did most people get get it? Like, well, there were only six other people at the party. Oh, okay, so that's right. Because it, was, it at a, too... was at a party, so it's, yeah, yeah, I didn't go trick or treating okay, at the okay. age of thirty. No, because <laughs> I think you could totally do that and just like mess yeah. with people. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just I could. Yeah. You're, a, you're like a Jehovah's Witness or a Bible salesman, <laughs> and just go to door to door on Halloween. <laughs> that I don't think that would be very fun for you, though. But. It would get old quickly. Yeah, yeah, it would get old quickly. Um, definitely, definitely. Awesome. Okay, well, here are a couple more haunted wineries while we're okay. while we're at it. Okay, 
there is, um, I thought this one was particularly apt, um, Murder Ridge in Mendocino, California. I'm pretty sure. The name alone. Yeah, the name alone. I'm pretty sure it was named that because someone was murdered on a ridge nearby. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Right? And so I don't know if it's just like they they capitalized on that um, to, to like make the spookiness part of their like wine tour experience or if reportedly ghosts have been sighted i don't know but i wonder if there are any wineries that are or vineyards for that matter that are rumored to be haunted not by ghosts but by demons Ooh, i wonder i wonder i feel like i could go for a good demon wine is what i'm saying yeah definitely let me let me i'm gonna look up demon wine and we're gonna (laughs) see what happens (laughs) We got alien wine. We yeah, we got alien wine. wine. We got ghost, ghost wine. <laughs> I think you're going to appreciate this. The first thing that pops up on Google is Tom Waits Library. <laughs> Demon <laughs> that wine. That makes sense. Right? Okay, I'm going to click on it. Tom Waits. Okay, TomWaitsFan.com. Okay, so this is not actually Tom Waits. For a second, I thought Tom Waits made his own wine yeah me too and i was like let me have that immediately that's what you (laughs) should drink on halloween (laughs) that's what you pair with bram stoker's dracula yeah exactly exactly (laughs) full full circle okay no uh i guess this is a play called demon wine written by someone named thomas babe uh okay (laughs) okay Oh, I see. And it, but it was performed once, and Tom Waits played the character Curly in it. Okay. Okay. All right. Now I want to watch that performance. <laughs> see if we can track that down. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, this looks fun. This is just a, a wine label. Ooh, Demon Dance, Demonic Shiraz. Here, I'm gonna open this and send you the link so you can take a look. Yeah, I'm very interested in this demon wine yeah right (laughs) okay i'm putting it in the chat take a look Ah, it looks it looks like fun yeah i i mean that's one that i would buy just for the label alone and then keep it yeah absolutely like that's one it doesn't really matter as long as it's not that expensive it who care who cares what it tastes like it's a demon he has a a skull in one hand and his tail in the other yes and he's like kind of doing a little jig tongue sticking out perfect Yeah. yeah it's perfect that's good marketing. But let's see. And then, yeah, the rest of the stuff that comes up is just about this play called Demon Wine. Okay. <laughs> that Tom Waits was in. All right. I'll do some more research. And if I can find if I can find any information about like demons on vineyards and because I'm sure in some of the old like European vineyards, there's got to be, yeah. uh, you know, some folklore about. especially in italy they they yeah. they're into the demonology there absolutely yes yes they are um yeah i definitely th- there's gotta be there's gotta be i'm maybe sure maybe possessed grapes okay so there is murder ridge in mendocino bartholomew park winery in sonoma which definitely like makes me think of like an old country estate in england that would definitely be haunted Mm-hmm. Belvoir Winery in Liberty, Missouri. I have never had wine from Missouri before. Yeah, I, I was going to say. I do know. I do know they make it. I mean, they make they make wine pretty much 
everywhere now. And I think they make wine in all 50 states. But I have heard good things about Missouri wine, about some some of it at least. So if I do try some, I'll definitely try it from that winery. Miles Wine Cellar, as I mentioned, from Himrod. And Mansfield Winery in Napa. So uh, those are some those are some wineries to check out on your Halloween tour. I wonder if any of them do kind of ghost tours. I wonder if they do. During, at least during this time of year. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure that some of them do or some of them like include it as part of their tour or something. If not, they should. Yes. Like, as we were saying, we're both not really into scare houses, but I would go to like a winery that had some sort of like scary attraction as part right. of it. And as long as I could drink wine throughout, I think it would be a great experience. There's always the danger of spilling it though. Then. There is, there is. I, you'd have to get like the sippy cups or something. <laughs> wine from a sippy cup. Yeah. Yeah. Classy. <laughs> so, so classy. So classy. Listen, the pandemic's been hard. Let's all the kids listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How you start. <laughs> So I recommend getting a sippy cup for your wine. <laughs> oh boy, I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> You're going to lose your sponsors. I know, I know. The last the last wine thing that I had was just something I saw today when I was in the grocery store. I saw that there was a wine called Banshee, which I think I've had that. Yeah? Is it do you, I think so. Okay, well, I'll It sounds I was, familiar. I was really tempted to get it, but it was just like a little too expensive for me to be like let me just mm-hmm. try it um, because I don't know. I just wasn't quite sure. Uh, I think that may have been one that Brett stole. I mean, I'm sorry, taste tested yeah, from work yeah, yeah, yeah. at one point. No, it's part of, it's part of the job when you work in yeah, wine. You got to know the product. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that, that makes sense. And that sounds good because usually it, it, it's tough. Like if something's usually like under $20 or under $15, I'll be like, whatever. If it's not great, that's fine. But I think this one was like 25 or something. Mm. I was like, that's just a little too much for me to spend just for the just for the label right now at this point in my life. Yeah, just rip (laughs) the label off right off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, so that's what I've got for Halloween um, so far. Um, But I guess uh, and I want to hear what else you have to say. But do you have any specific plans for Halloween itself this year? Um, so the day before Halloween, we're inviting a friend over who is, um, not, so she's our only friend who is like remotely open to the idea of us showing her horror movies. Nice. (laughs) Nice. um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I won't like throw her into the deep end or anything like that. Right, right, right. But we're kind of just going to do like a kind of a mini horror movie marathon. Yes. And then on Halloween proper, uh, Brett and I are are just going to deep dive, uh, do another horror marathon, but kind of, you know, less, less of like a... uh, Less concern for people who aren't right. Into you guys, you, you can watch whatever you want, right? Yeah. yeah. So you can do you can do a, a real yeah. deep. Dive. And w- we do both have things that we won't watch, though. To be clear, sure, sure, I, I, totally, totally fair. Anything um, with needles, Brett will not watch. Ooh, yep, that's fair. That's fair. Because I I do have a needle phobia in real life, like shots and stuff. But it's more it's more when they're used medically. Like if I just see yeah. needles on TV, as long as it's not like seeing someone getting their blood drawn or something, then mm-hmm. I'm usually fine. 
but um well if you if there's anyone that you really want to scar for life yeah uh, yeah which i don't recommend doing no this. i don't I, i'm probably <laughs> um, not <laughs> but just rec- hi- give them a hard recommendation on the movie audition and don't tell them that it's a horror movie okay because <laughs> it doesn't become one until halfway through oh no and then it gets rough and there's needles involved okay if i if i have anybody that i really need to that i bear a grudge against um (laughs) then i will i will recommend that to them but that's nobody listening so no don't um, don't i mean if you're if you are i mean we've just revealed to you that it is a horror movie yeah yeah exactly so So you'll be fine so you'll be you'll you'll be prepared (laughs) yeah there you go yeah winston and i are hoping that we will get some trick-or-treaters this year if you know, all, all goes well. I think, I think, I don't know. Like it's hard. It's hard because kids aren't vaccinated. So I don't know exactly Mm -hmm. what, what's going to happen. We may just end up like leaving out a bowl of candy or something. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the, the good thing about this Halloween and I suppose last Halloween, if anyone went trick or treating, I don't know if they did, Mm -hmm. is that surely, surely this is the one day of the year. No one's going to complain about having to wear a mask. Right. Right. You would think anyway. Let us hope. Let us hope. But we do tend to, and I know we talked about, we've talked about this before, but we do tend to watch um, some kind of at least vaguely Halloween related movies on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Um, And for the past couple of years, we have watched Hocus Pocus, which just watched it last week. Oh, great. So you're, you're in, in preparation. Um, This is going to be a quick sidebar. I, because they're making a reboot or sequel, I guess, very, very delayed yeah, sequel I heard about that. of Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus. I am so over the reboot, like delayed, with a few exceptions, delayed sequel, like remakes that just keep happening. And it's less about, less about Hocus Pocus. Like I'm actually kind of excited to see uh, like Bette Midler return. <laughs> in this character um and i feel like that could be fun as long as it's like handled well but um but like for example the dexter reboots that that's happening i don't know if you ever watched dexter the show i didn't know there was a reboot coming there out, is so. a reboot coming out and it's just like no why it's the only reason why they're doing it is because they know they will make money they're, well, they're, that's that's exactly the reason yeah. why they do these things. It's they have a built-in audience already. Yeah, exactly. And like, I guess so. I I understand. I understand it, but it makes me mad. Well, there's I get it. Yeah. There's so much cool new content that could be created. Yeah, and, but... and the other thing that doesn't it doesn't mi- upset me, but I am getting to the point where I'm getting a little tired of it. Yeah, shows and movies that aren't reboots or remakes, but are still heavily steeped in nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. At a certain point, I'm like, we can do new things. Mm -hmm. Not everything has to be a throwback. Mm -hmm. But that's just my two cents on that. Yeah, and I feel similarly, like it doesn't make me angry. I'm just kind of sick of it, you know? Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, so that's my that's my little sidebar rant. Are there any other movies or shows that you specifically watch around Halloween Let's though, see. other than Hocus Pocus? Other than Hocus Pocus, um, I mean Nightmare Before Christmas is is definitely. So you do watch that around Halloween? Yes, not... yes. Okay. As as I believe we discussed last time. Yes, I think it's more of a of a Halloween movie. So I do too, and I agree a hundred percent. But I do have yeah. to admit that I watch it in December simply because. Well, there are fewer movies in December that 
you know, I like. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I just save it for then. Yeah, there you go. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. But Hocus Pocus has been a pretty, a pretty solid one throughout my life from the time I was a kid. Yeah, I, I think that that's probably for our generation. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably the movie that people go to. Around yeah. Halloween time. Yeah. I think maybe E.T. is a big one, too. I just watched that. And yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't think of that as a Halloween movie. Yeah. And it's, it's not really, it's but not... a good chunk of it takes place on Halloween. Yes. And it's about aliens. Yes, so, and there are Reese's pieces in the movie yes, all throughout. Yes, so. exactly, <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, it's because it, it's not really like a Halloween movie, but it but it, it kind of feels like it to me for some reason. Um, now this is this is I'm going to go through like a, a wormhole here with this sure, question. Sure. It's it's a it's a really nerdy question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Not that I feel like that's discouraged on this show. No, but, it's highly <laughs> encouraged. <laughs> but. <laughs> So in E.T., there's a scene where they're trick-or-treating and uh, E.T. Yeah. recognizes or reacts to someone dressed as Yoda. Right, uh, yeah. Which would imply that he knows that Yoda, uh, the species that Yoda is, which I don't know. But uh, now I can't remember. Now, in yeah. I know in one of the Star Wars movies, like mm-hmm. one of the prequels, I think, mm-hmm. E.T.'s race is represented in like the oh, Galactic really? Council. Oh, but I this didn't... opens up. The question of if Star Wars is a movie in the E.T. universe, right? but it's E.T. is present in the Star Wars universe, is Star Wars a documentary in the context of E.T.? <laughs> Whoa, this is like, this is, this is blowing my mind here. <laughs> this is some, some higher level thinking. Yeah, I didn't, I had never thought about that before. I hadn't realized that, but I, I mean, the truth is that it's Steven Spielberg and George Lucas paying homage to each other. Yeah, but... exactly. That, that is what it is. But I, I like to think that, yes, so, so Star Wars would be a documentary in the E.T. universe. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So E.T. knows that Star Wars is real. Right. Yeah. Okay. I like. I love this. We're going to stick with this. Um, now I want to go, now I go, I, well, I, if I'm going to watch E.T., I'll, I will drink, uh, Le Cigar Volant, uh, right. from Bonnie Dune <laughs> while doing so. It, see, it's all coming together. I knew there was, I knew there was a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think, um, I also now I do highly re- recommend what we do in the shadows because it, cause it is, uh, very, particularly the show has big Halloween vibes. I mean, the movie does too, but, Mm -hmm. um, but it's very, it's very fun and very funny. So highly, highly recommend. So we might, we might watch some of that this year for Halloween. Yeah. So as far as movies that I specifically watch on Halloween, because as you know, and I'm sure most people know that I watch horror movies year round. So that's like, there, there have to be a few that I specifically save for Halloween. Yeah. And the obvious one is I'm wearing the shirt right now. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's Halloween. What? Um, <laughs> Whoa! Like watching Halloween on Halloween night is is always yeah. special to me. Yeah. No, that so. that that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. When I think uh, this year, I'm not so much doing a Halloween party per se. Yeah. But when I do, I usually either put on because most people aren't really going to be watching right. the movie. Yeah. I usually either put on like trailers of horror movies mm. on loop yeah that's or good. i'll put on a movie like evil dead 2 where people where it will catch people's attention at yes 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 no i think that's i think that's the perfect thing to do we mm-hmm. i don't think we've we've ever hosted a halloween party but we do like 
playing like spooky board games mm-hmm. and have you played horrified no i haven't okay so this is the f- only board game that i own oh great <laughs> well, i highly recommend it that's all i'm gonna say okay okay we'll have to we'll have to get it and it's a team effort you don't yeah, play against yeah, yeah, other yeah. players i i love those mm-hmm. kind of games we mm-hmm. actually we just saw some friends this weekend and played eldritch horror which is mm-hmm. our favorite uh one of our favorites. Yeah, you just did an episode. Yeah, that. yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's super. Fun. It's you know based on Lovecraft and stuff, but um, but it's super fun. It's also collaborative. Um, yeah, big Lovecraft resurgence going there on. There really right now, is. Noticed. There really is, which is very interesting. Uh, we we talk about that a little bit on the episode, but um, but yeah, it is very interesting that that's happening now. Um, but but it's good to have spooky music on in the back in the background. So um, yeah definitely having like scary movie soundtracks or right um, i if you want to link to it somewhere i made a playlist for spotify yes. that is 666 minutes of halloween music yes so. will you please send that to me and i <laughs> yes, will, I will. <laughs> and i'll put that in the show notes for for everyone right. to listen to if 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 that's okay with you if not i will oh yeah I totally will, i will uh keep it to myself but um oh. Anyone is free to listen. Okay, great, great. If you have Spotify, if, yes, <laughs> if for for uh, twelve ninety nine a month <laughs> or right. or nine ninety nine a month, whatever, whatever it is, that's awesome. Maybe we'll we'll put that on on Halloween. Yeah, Hopefully. start it early. Yeah, yeah, start it early. There's a lot of minutes to get through. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Yeah, sure. I mean. We could talk about like what was your favorite Halloween memory that you have? Ooh, I have a couple, I think. This is not necessarily my favorite, but it's definitely like one of my most vivid memories. So, um my stepdad is a pilot, but just for like little planes, you know, like he has his pilot's license for, you know, like for, you know, four seat planes uh-huh. basically. And on Halloween one year, when I was like nine or 10, uh, we were flying from around Boston back to Western Massachusetts, where we live. And something went horribly wrong in the plane. I don't know what happened. Um, they were trying to keep me in the dark because I was young and they didn't want to scare me. But um, like the, basically like it, like the plane failed. Was it haunted? It could have been. It could have been, been demons. It could have been demons. Um, but so we had to like make an emergency landing somewhere between those two places. And um, I just remember it, in retrospect, like I very, very easily could have died. Like um, it was like a very bad situation, but I was only concerned about getting home in time to go trick or treating because I think, I think it was a like, fourth grade or something so I wasn't like a little kid but I was just starting to be like well I've got my cool friends and I want to go trick-or-treating with Mm -hmm. my cool friends and if I don't get home in time then they're gonna go without me and I remember my mom like we got home like pretty late I got into my costume I can't remember what the costume was but I got into my costume got all my stuff she took me over to the friend's house and my friends had already left but like one of their dads like took me around the neighborhood <laughs> to try to find them. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that's necessarily my favorite memory, but it feels 
it's very vivid and um and it feels yeah, very well, you, if you almost died then. yeah 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 that's one of those things that, that you'll remember i mean i almost died but like it wasn't like i was terrified in the moment like i was just pissed that we weren't gonna yeah. get home in time the the excitement yeah. of halloween overcame <laughs> yeah ex- a near-death situation exactly exactly <laughs> priorities <laughs> How about you? What's what's one of your favorite Halloween memories? Well, both of these are are kind of things that are, are going to sound like complaints, but they're they're memorable to me. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. When I was six, or whichever year I was Frankenstein's monster, it was okay, five, it was six because I was in. Okay, so I was I was taking karate. Yeah, and um, that was the only kind of athletic activity that I didn't quit immediately yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was a kid. Um, yep. And only because I was trying to get a, the green belt because the green Power Ranger was my favorite. Obviously, that's not necessary to and know, yet, but it's a fun detail. And yet, you were forced to be the red Power Ranger a couple yeah. years. Yeah, oh, man, that's bullshit. Someone else already claimed the green oh, Ranger. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so at my karate class, there was a Halloween costume contest, uh-huh. and I did it fully in character uh-huh. as. Frankenstein's monster. I thought I was gonna win, frankly. Yeah, frankly. Frankly. Um, <laughs> um, and there was someone else there who was dressed also as Frankenstein's monster, but he didn't have the bolts. He didn't uh, have the flat top uh-huh, head. Uh-huh. He just had kind of makeup on. Yeah. And didn't wasn't really in character at all. He was doing more of a zombie, frankly. Mm-hmm. Even six year old me realized yeah, that. Yeah. And he won. And. <sighs> Uh, got his free personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut because, of course, that was the prize. Of course it was. It was the 90s. Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. prize for everything. Of course, of course it was. <laughs> um, and I later found out that was the karate instructor's son and was pissed. Nepotism. But Ugh. to this day, I, I feel like I was deprived of a pizza. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm angry on your behalf. That infuriates yeah. me. That's just injustice um, right there. <laughs> and then I guess another maybe near-death situation uh-huh. similar to yours, <laughs> is great. that Halloween 2009, this uh-huh. was the first Halloween party that I ever went to. Uh-huh. Um, the night before, I got into a car accident. Oh, no. Um, yeah. That's yeah. not great. That's, <laughs> That's bad. not great. Yeah. But I still went the next day, even though my car was totaled, oh, so no. I had to get a ride. Oh, no. But I was, of course, like you were, I yeah. had to still participate in Halloween. Right, yeah. Um, and... Was having a good time for the first hour or so of the party and then started feeling like something is not good. Oh, no. And Brett drove me to the ER and I had a severe concussion. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the heartwarming thing about that is that um, my friends who threw the party felt so bad for me because yeah. they knew how excited I was yeah. that we redid it the following week. Oh, so, well, that's nice. Got a little delayed Halloween that's, celebration. That's great. See, I and and thus began the tradition of of celebrating Halloween over a much longer span of time, as it should yes, be. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> but I guess those are my two most memorable Halloween experiences. Yeah, yeah. I, well, it's funny how you know memorable often includes kind of uh, less less good things because, like, right. yeah, I remember going, like, I remember going trick or treating, and I remember like going to parties and and stuff like that. But those are all just kind of like fun memories right um mm-hmm. while i ooh, one that is fun and and distinctive i did uh like five or six years ago i did go to the halloween parade in west hollywood in la and that was mm-hmm. that was a trip that's not necessarily something i would want to do uh multiple times but it is 
a lot of people in very fun costumes. Uh-huh. Um, which, speaking of, this is not really a Halloween thing, but I feel like it's it, it's sort of honorary kind of Halloween. Um, but recently, again, within the past like five or six years, I started going to a few conventions and cosplay. The cosplay there is out of this world and is yeah. so fun. And like, I literally will go to conventions and just sit in a corner and watch people go by because it's so fun. I've been to two or yeah, two conventions before and nice. uh, both of which were horror conventions. Yes. So, so even um, better. Yeah. But the thing is, and here's uh, oh, maybe it's not so surprising. I don't know that there was not much cosplay there. Um, that kind of makes sense. Well, we've been to Dragon Con specifically, mm-hmm. which is particularly known for its cosplay, I right. believe. Um, but that kind of makes sense to me, maybe, maybe kind of sort I mean, of. But mostly, and this might be getting on a tangent, but even though like horror is certainly kind of maybe considered part of nerd culture, it's also like not really. Yeah, it's like a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. So at, at horror conventions, you won't see too much cosplay. What you'll see is people with a lot of denim and tattoos and piercings and interesting it's a lot of a lot of punks and goths yeah well that makes sense that makes sense to me i uh and and i respect that and i definitely don't think like you have to do cosplay to go to a convention Um, right i i haven't really um Mm -hmm. i'll like kind of dress up in some of my nerdy getup that i just have but so far i haven't cosplayed what i think is fun about that is it's like an opportunity like we were talking about at the beginning um conventions are very much a place for people who may be told you know in their daily lives that that to to kind of reel in themselves conventions are a place to like fully be yourself assuming that you want to be there and of course there are issues with safety and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, I think it's a it's a it's a place for people to like for nerds to authentically be themselves. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, which it you know uh, using the word nerd as a blanket term, but um, right. Yeah, I was gonna say nerd not as an insult, but no one uses nerd as an insult anymore. No, right? they, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you know we're we're all nerds now. Right. Yeah, you can't be on the internet and not be a nerd. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm 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 cool with it. I wish I wish people were nicer to each other. Um, yeah, I've been it, told but... that I'm not a nerd by people who <laughs> very much yes. are obsessed with self-identifying as nerds. Right. There's a lot so of I... nerd gatekeeping. Yeah. Which is yeah, unfortunately. Which, which is like yeah. what? <laughs> uh, uh, this world. Yeah. This the world. thing is that I think like my, my personality is quite nerdy. Although the yeah. things that I'm nerdy. The things that I'm nerdy about tend to, I guess, not be considered nerdy, even though I'm nerdy about them. Well, I, I think, think it's a personality trait. I think it's a different. Well, it, you don't take this the wrong way, but John Paul, you're definitely a nerd. You're just, yeah. you're just not mm-hmm. a nerd in the way that a lot of uh, mainstream nerds oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> consider themselves to be. I would say I'm an underground nerd. Yeah, yeah, you're like a a rebel nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I think I think it's just like it's ironic because like if you're not into Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and 
and like all of these things that are right. It's a very popular specific set of interests. Right. Right. But, but now these things are so mainstream and popular that it's like, aren't we all nerds now? Yeah. Anyway, this is, yeah, this could, (laughs) I could keep talking about this, but I feel like, I feel like (laughs) maybe, maybe I'll reel it in, save it, Mm -hmm. save it for next time. Oh yeah. My props. Oh yes. Um, yes. I'm like, I'm like carrot top. Yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) I meant to bring, there was a perfect opportunity when I was talking about the personal pan pizza. Oh no. Oh no. I did want to mention that. uh, So the thing that I credit with getting me into horror is not a movie or a show or anything. Yeah. Uh, my first introduction was um, in 1992. Pizza Hut ran a promotion that was Universal Monster yes, themed. Yes. And they had collector. They weren't toys. I don't remember. But they were collector's cups you'd get from Pizza right. Hut. Right. And uh, the Wolfman one was the first one I got. Yeah. And was the uh, the thing that got me into horror was that Wolfman cup. Yeah. I know that's weird that a cup got me into horror. I, but anyway, I recently, guess what I found? <gasps> oh, my God. I got it. (laughs) So this is the holy grail for me. Um, (laughs) It has a little top here with, I know, like, if you're listening, you can't see it. Yeah, well, it just trust me that I'm holding it. And also, it kind of looks like it is a sort of sippy cup. So there you you go. You could drink wine from this. Drink wine from it when you go to the winery tour. (laughs) (laughs) It all comes full circle. (laughs) And oh, I guess this could be another subject we touched upon briefly yeah. do you have a favorite like halloween not movie but tv special or episode Ooh, yeah that's or a one good that one. you one that sparks the most nostalgia for you even that's a really good question uh, i i know we talked a bit about um like the simpsons specials right those are kind of those like are, the, the big ones yeah. the new one just aired two nights ago i still haven't watched it though i haven't i haven't watched any of them in a really long time but i used to love them when mm-hmm. i was a kid because there were a lot of shows that did like Halloween episodes, but then there yeah. were also like, I don't know how much they do these anymore, but there were specific like Halloween half hour specials that were yeah. geared towards children who are drinking wine out of their wolf. Obviously, cups. obviously <laughs> that's the target audience. <laughs> um, Like I'm thinking of one of my favorites is Garfield's Halloween adventure. Oh, yes. Yes. I think I mentioned that I, in the I, cats and wine I episode or you, the Halloween one. Probably both. I think one, uh, one of them or both of them. Um, which I don't remember this one specifically, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that I saw it. But one that I wanted to mention because I feel like it's it's becoming more obscure. Yeah. By the years, and when I was a kid, and I'm not that old. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're not it was that played. Old. <laughs> it was they still played it every year around Halloween. So as yeah. recently as the early to mid '90s, this was still a fixture of Halloween programming. Mm-hmm. It's called Witch Witch's Night Out, Ooh. which. I have on the VHS oh my here. Gosh. I still have that. VHS is beautiful. It is uh, an animated half-hour animated special from 1978, featuring the voice work of Gilda Radner. Oh my god! And Amazing. the animation is so trippy. Yeah, in, like yeah. the most 70s way possible. Yeah. So I hope that people rediscover it, and I I firmly recommend it. I think it's on YouTube for free. So oh great, I'll definitely check it out. Also, that is reminding me um, of another. This is not necessarily like specific Halloween special, but Scooby Doo, obviously. Oh is yeah, a big mm-hmm. part of um, Halloween esque. I mean, like every episode of Scooby Doo is kind of a Halloween episode, which right. is which is great. Um, My only problem with that, I I could never 
I was never able to figure out who it was, uh, who the culprit was, because usually there's only one other character right. in each episode. Yeah. And I yep. and, and who would have thought? Figured. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, I'm always really bad at at uh, at guessing too. <laughs> I wanted there to be one episode where they pull the mask off and it's just they don't know who it yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be that would be so great. Or if it's the movie, uh, it's it's Scrappy Doo all along. Right. Yes. I don't know if you saw the Scooby Doo movie. Um, I actually didn't. The the one I didn't that, until a few years ago. I I yeah. want to watch it. I I I like. I think when it came out, it came out at just the right time for me to be like, ugh, I don't want. Yeah. To same. Watch this. Same. And it was. I was. I was too cool for that at it, that time. Exactly. And now I'm like, okay, no, I'm not too cool for that at all. I want to. I want to watch it. I don't think it's. I mean, I think it's okay. Yeah, but yeah. I, mean, I will I'm not say that Matthew Matthew Lillard is really perfect as Shaggy. Yes, so that's it's worth for him alone. Widely considered the best like live action mm-hmm. casting of a of an animated character. Yeah. So and no offense to Sarah Michelle Gellar, who I love. Yeah, she's great, and um, but, and I have a fondness for Freddie Prince Jr. as well. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I feel like other people could probably play those parts, but. Oh, I'm forgetting. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because it's going to, I want to seg into another Halloween special that she's in. Yes. Um, uh, Linda Cardellini. Oh, it's Linda Cardellini. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. The Freaks and Geeks Halloween special is really good too. Oh, yes. Yes. I do remember that one. That is an excellent one. We have been watching, I'm sort of embarrassed to to uh say this it's not but not super embarrassing but we've been watching modern family just like having it on in the background Mm -hmm. and there's definitely issues with modern family but one thing i do really appreciate appreciate about it is that uh halloween is a very important part of the family's life and do they do like an annual halloween episode they i think they do it every other season so there's 11 seasons and so i think there's six halloween episodes um, and that's a decent amount. Yes. And they're, uh, mm-hmm. they're usually very fun because, mm-hmm. um, because Claire, the mom is like super into Halloween. And so yeah. I always, I always appreciate a show that does free, like more than one Halloween episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, community did that. Oh yes. Um, community. Great. Um, yeah. Blackish has a few really good yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. See, I drew a blank when you asked, but now that you're saying all these, I'm like, oh yeah, these are so good. Um, Back in the day, like I know, let's put her personality currently aside. But yeah, uh, Roseanne had some really good yep, Halloween yep, episodes. Yep, I think I remember that. Yep, totally, totally. Yeah, no, I, 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 I love a good Halloween special for mm-hmm. sure. And, um, and oh, and the other thing I was gonna say is I'm not always a big fan of like mold wine, but um, on a night like tonight w- when it's like be chilly and a little rainy and it just feels like a good halloween drink for sure yeah. so i would definitely drink mold wine on on halloween and i feel like it would be fun to do like now i'm thinking maybe of doing like a little halloween special marathon and and yeah drink- that's a if if you're not the sort of person and again no judgment if you are yeah, if you're not yeah. the sort of person the marathon horror movies yeah that's a great alternative is yeah. just line up those halloween specials yeah um, and, and with the advent of streaming services, I feel like that's made even easier than it yes. would have been before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so ooh, now that, now I kind of want to do that. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that could fill up several days worth <laughs> if you're yeah, watching. There's probably a ton yeah. that we haven't mentioned. Yet. Yeah, probably. 
Um, well, now I'm super excited uh, to to watch more Halloween content, to uh, hopefully have enjoy this Halloween. Again, it's probably similar to you and Brett. Winston and I are not going to like go crazy or anything. But no, I'm um, still. I mean, I'm vaccinated, but I'm still not fully comfortable oh, in yeah. like crowded areas. Oh yeah, so. no, no, I, I, I feel the same way. Like if if kids come to my door, I will leave some candy for them. But yeah. um, well, I'm gonna enjoy this year getting to because now I live in like a, a neighborhood again. Yeah. Like not that Brooklyn is not a neighborhood. Yes, obviously it yes. is. But it's a lot of neighborhoods. But, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but there are like houses nearby that I know are going to go all out for yeah, Halloween. And yeah. once the leaves start to change colors, I'm going to enjoy those walks. Definitely. Yeah. That's another good point. That's a great, that's one of my favorite parts about Halloween is the, just the, the houses that go all out on decorations. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we've got some, but we don't like go all out. And, uh, and so I'm excited to see what the, what the houses in the neighborhood do the family there's a family across the street from us if i remember correctly i think they did some pretty fun decorations last year so hopefully they'll they'll do the same this year and i can enjoy it vicariously (laughs) yeah i'm already seeing a few up here but i know it's as we get closer yeah we're recording this on the 12th uh yes for reference um there'll be there'll be more and more and soon i'll be able to take my afternoon walks and be like I'll take much longer on my afternoon. Yes. Walks. Yes. That sounds, that sounds delightful. Well, I hope we've gotten everybody excited for Halloween. If you're not already, um, this, this will probably be coming out just before Halloween or like perfect either, either somewhere between a week before or a few days before Halloween, depending on mm-hmm. exactly Halloween's where. on a Sunday. This It's year, on I a think. Sunday. Okay. So, yeah. um, I forget exactly what the release schedule is at this point, but it will be coming out in enough time to get you all excited. You know, hopefully you can get a, a bottle of uh, Bonnie Dune, <laughs> my, which uh, I, I didn't think was related until I figured it out tonight. <laughs> um, and, or your mold wine or go visit a, a haunted winery. Get, get yourself so much a, you can do. a pumpkin ale, a pumpkin ale. I know we talked about that last time. But, you know, again, talking about people not liking pumpkin things. If you like a pumpkin ale, drink a pumpkin ale. Yeah. Don't. Who cares if people call you basic? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you do, someone's either going to call you basic or a hipster. Yeah. There's nothing so, between. <laughs> yeah. There's no nuance yeah, no, anymore. No. No. There is not. There is not. Uh, so just, just enjoy yourself. And I think that's what, as you said, that's what the spirit of Halloween is all about. It's just about yes. having fun. Um, yeah. Being yourself or being someone else. Yeah. It's exactly. you can do it either way. Exactly. Um, and you know, if you find a tear in the veil between worlds, I'm not gonna tell you not to investigate. Reach in but, and pull something yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you have your wine in a sippy cup in case you get scared. <laughs> well, you can trap the ghost in the sippy yes, cup as yes, well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so many people. To get your possessed grapes. Yes. And... Yes, the possessed grapes. Um, and uh, <clears throat> if anybody has seen Demon Wine the play starring tom waits let me know <laughs> let me know how it is <laughs> awesome well john paul thank you so much this was a blast as always um and i hope that of course uh yeah. one of these one of these halloween seasons we can uh we can celebrate together by watching some fun halloween content and drinking drinking some good 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 wine i do want to say but i know this is uh 
we're kind of wrapping up, but I just want yeah, to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I, sorry. I, I, I didn't... This is kind of something I've been holding on to the entire episode because I'm so ashamed. I think I've actually developed kind of a wine allergy. Oh, that happens. I know. It happens. I, I can't. It only happens with certain wines, but mm-hmm. I've been getting very congested lately drinking certain yeah, wines, it, so I have to be careful with what I drink. It definitely happens. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that, but, I know. but um, it does it, I didn't want to start with that because <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, you can drink whatever you want. Yeah. And um, I won't force you <laughs> to, to, to drink wine that will make you drink sick. it. <laughs> drink it. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's a scene in our, in our, uh, our, our scare house. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. House, yeah. Right? <laughs> the pumpkin spice latte, the forced su- pumpkin spice latte and forced wine. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, I'm very sorry to hear that, but it does happen. I, I hear about it all the time. Um, so yeah. I'm very sorry. Say la vie. Say la vie. But say la vie. Say la vie. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think you won. I think you won the box of candy corn. All right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do what you will with it. Give me that wax candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So now I know what to pair with it. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Except I might get allergies. Except you might get allergies, but all all in service of the good cause. Of course, yes. the best cause of all. Yes, um, Salwin. Salwin, yes. <laughs> <laughs> since since uh, that's that's Gaelic, I will say slancha, which is also Gaelic for mm. for uh, for cheers. Essentially, <laughs> I don't know what it actually means. But, um, but, but, you know, on Samhain, you, ha- you have to say slancha. Oh, and, uh, you know, I give, as this is another Samhain tradition to give my, I have a black cat and I think it's specifically with black cats Ooh, that yes. you give them a little bit of milk yes, uh, on, on Halloween night for good luck. Absolutely. I think that's a good, that's a very good tradition. Unless your cat has IBD like mine, in which case. Oh. Yeah, probably, then don't do that. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if she's ever had milk. I wonder if that's one of the things that will upset her. Probably. Mm. Most things do. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not worth trying. Yeah, no, probably if you're not. not sure. Probably not. There there are some neighborhood cats, though. So maybe I'll leave out a little saucer, a little saucer of milk for them. Yeah. Oh, and before we sign off, I should uh, I should ask, do you have anything that you would like to plug right now? I know you're in a bit of a hiatus oh, for um, um, Celluloid actually, Bachelor. Now that, but... now that you mention it. Yeah. And yeah. That's going to that's gonna seem not genuine because I have the thing right here. But oh. <laughs> um, that, <laughs> is, that, that is a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> that's not one of my props. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Celluloid Bastards is, is on hiatus, as you just said. It will probably be coming back in January. Great. Uh, it's will be rebranded celluloid bastards x because we're going to be oh, talking right. about x and nc17 rated movies love it um in the meantime though i'm somewhat more active on my blog than i have been oh uh, great so that's mon that's mondovulgari.com great so look what i'm doing there otherwise i have a book out now um, oh my gosh so- wait i didn't know this i it, this is very recent okay like last week okay oh that's <laughs> um, so exciting so you can it's it's a it's a book of my collected short fiction um, that is so that I've been holding awesome. on to for a very long time. Uh, 
So you can buy that now. Uh, you can get it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, although I don't recommend it. Yeah. They take a much bigger cut of the yep, sale yep, than I they're, realized. They're, they're evil. They're super evil. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. yeah, just don't support them anyway. Yep. Uh, but you can get it directly through Lulu.com, which is the publication oh, awesome. thing that I use. Oh, great. It's called The Feeling a Good Bar Can Give You and Other Stories. That's so Just awesome. type in my name on Lulu and you'll find it. Okay. I'll, I will I will find it and I will put a link in the show notes and I will be okay, getting great. A, a copy great. immediately. That awesome. is that is so cool. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I, uh, some of these have been somewhat published before, but never sure. in a collection. Sure. Oh, so. That's so exciting. That's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. I should do a little book launch party for myself. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Please do. And Oh, and oh, I have more to promote. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm so good. productive now yeah, that I'm not on social media yes, anymore. I know. Um, it's, it's amazing what that uh, is. So you can also find my music on Spotify or Prime or amazing. wherever you listen to music, either under my name or under the band that I'm in, the Video Tramps. We're also on Awesome. There, I love so. that name. I love that name. I, <laughs> That's that me. Feels... It's me and Brad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. That's perfect for you. Um, I love it. And some of it may qualify as Halloween music. Okay. So. It's perfect. It's in the season. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. There's so many, so many cool John Paul things to check out. Yes. Um, there's, there's tons of, uh, I don't have a pun for that. No, but, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, everybody make sure to check out all of those things. Um, I'm very excited to check them out myself and, Wow, I didn't realize that it was in such, you know, esteemed, like, famous company. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> prolific, yes, but prolific. you can be prolific yes. without being yes. famous. <laughs> yes, I, li- I, I like that, though. I like that. Well, that's so exciting. Well, then thank you especially for taking the time to come back on. Out of my busy Out schedule. of your busy schedule. <laughs> um, to come back on pairing. And uh, and share and share your hollow wisdom. Yes. <laughs> I, th- I think you're catching up now. Yeah, yeah, we might have to split the box of candy corn. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> well, I tell you what, you can have the candy corn, and I'll take the ice wine since it won't. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. better not risk yeah, it. Yeah, better not risk it. Well, thank you so much for being here, John Paul. This was a blast, as always. Um, yep, as always. Everybody enjoy your Halloween and your ho- however long your Halloween season may last. Yes, it can be all year round. It can be. It can be. Why not? Pairing was created, hosted, and produced by Emma Sherjarko, with music and audio recording by Winston Shaw and logo artwork by Darcy Zimmerman and Katie Huey. This episode was edited by Emma Sherjarko. Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and Instagram at Pairing Podcast to keep tabs on what we're up to. And feel free to send us any thoughts, questions, requests, and pairings of your own on our website, thepairingpodcast.com, via email at pairingpodcast at gmail.com, or on any social media platform. Come check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash pairingpodcast, where you can pledge as little as $1 a month and get access to exclusive content, customized pairings from me, live streams, and more. Also, check out our merch store on our website at thepairingpodcast.com slash merch. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing with your friends. Thank you so much for listening to Pairing, where you come for the stories and stay for the wine.